Hey, Nick, did you like Melrose Place or Beverly Hills 90210 better? Uh, I never watched either one of them. Well, that's too bad because we're about to do a movie about um, uh, someone that was on Melrose Place. Well, what's the What's the name of the movie, Emily? Well, you'll see in a minute. No, no, no. I've got something to say about it. No, you just, don't. Just say it. The initiation? Well, you know, whenever I was in a, the, the penal farm, you know, county or whatever, the initiation meant something a lot different than this movie. Well, I'm sorry for you. Hey, no, but Thermos I- was a good husband. <laughs> okay, so I got sold to Lunchbox for a pack of cigarettes, but you know I got out that uh, that Monday. <laughs> before before we get to your uh, intro, oh, I really? Do want to give my, a shout out? My story out. doesn't fucking matter. No, right. I want to give a shout out to uh, Doomsday Crypt uh, on Instagram, Doomsday underscore Crypt. Uh, they are also on YouTube and uh, Facebook. And also would like to give a shout out to Fans of the Dead podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Fans of the Dead podcast is their name on Instagram. So shout out to those guys. You should give them a listen. And we are ready to go. Hey, guys. It's your (laughs) favorite final boy and girl, Emily and Nick, with your favorite final babysitter, uh, Mike, coming at you with a new episode of Gabby of the Night, a weekly podcast where we dissect, disembowel, and shred the best and worst, mainly worst, slasher movies. Not true. Uh, It's getting there. this week, uh, we will be continuing our back to school uh, slasher month as we rush uh, a sorority <laughs> in 1984's The Initiation. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he can't as usual, Emily's, <laughs> Emily's got a VHS. And uh, she's going to read it. Uh, turn off Marrow's plays. Oh, God. Get ready for a little I didn't hazing. know we were going to rush it like Ted Bundy. A long-buried family. <laughs> a long-buried family secret comes back to haunt the present, and a sorority ceremony becomes a real hell night for Kelly Fairchild. Kelly and three girlfriends are about to pledge the popular Delta Roke High sorority. Right? I don't know any of this stuff. The fun is about to begin. Or it's weird. Try it. Whatever. As part of their final prank at initiation, right? The pledges must break into a department store to steal the security guard's uniform. Unbeknownst to the girls, their sorority leader and three fraternity brothers sneak along for the ride to scare them. What they don't know, however, is that the security guard is nowhere to be found. Someone has already seen to that. The fact that the security system is such that once you're inside, you can't get out provides another cruel twist to their predicament. The initiation into horror has just begun. 1984. What are your thoughts, Nick? All right. Stay gagged on. (laughs) That's not giving nothing away. That's pretty much everything. Well, what'd you think? Uh, It was okay. Uh, It wasn't bad. Um, It... It's confusing in some parts, but, uh, you know, it's served up the... I don't know, man. (laughs) (sighs) It was okay. I thought it was going to be better. It started out, and I thought it was going to be better than it was. I agree with that. I I thought it was going to be a lot better, especially considering the cast. The cast is... is, It's got a really good cast. Yeah, the acting's okay. Um, Yeah. And the idea is not terrible. It's just not executed very well at all. And the plot twist is horrible. The 
plot twist kind i don't know whatever uh get us started mike all right so there's broken dolls under thunderstorm one one second did your guys uh did the the version you guys watched have uh the badass trailers of house the stuff and elvira mistress of the dark no because you had my copy so i watched the amazon i always have to let nick borrow my copies because he doesn't have internet so this is like a vestron video thing and so like yeah the the one that i had had trailers of house the movie which rules the stuff which is one of the best larry cohen films ever and uh and elvira mistress of the dark which is a masterpiece i don't give a fuck what anybody says the version i watched on tv had commercials for Vraylar to treat your bipolar disorder <laughs> mine had a pampering commercial no it didn't know speaking of that, so it starts out there's some broken dolls there's a thunderstorm it's a dream clearly it starts on a little girl a little girl's, girl's awakened by the thunder she wanders into the hallway where we hear some maniacal sex sounds she walks in on her mom sleeping with uh, her dad Mm-hmm. And then there's a little clue, girl. Clue there's a little Gallag- girl that looks just like name? her. Yeah, Clue Gallagher and yeah. Vera Miles. And it's uh, Vera making the beast with two well, miles. That's not in actually the, in the credits. It's her Clue either. Gulager. Clue Gallagher and Vera Miles. All but right. she's, I don't think she plays her in the <laughs> in the opening. I think Clue plays himself, but she doesn't. I don't think that's. Oh, uh, that Vera. could very well be a body Gulager. double. I think it is. It doesn't look like her, but it but it, but it is Vera whatever from Psycho. Vera Miles from yeah. Psycho. Yeah. We see a little girl that looks just like uh, the little girl we were just seeing stabbing a man, and then uh, the two men struggle. One catches fire. Immolation. We wait, the guy she, that came in and caught uh, uh, and saw the two having yeah, sex. So at, he catches fire. Yeah, the fire. little girl walks in. Girl, girls walk in, and then a stranger walks in, fights with Clue Gallagher, and gets caught on fire. I was um, already like, ugh, dream. We wake Fuck. up to some chanting. Delta Rho Kai will never die. I was like, that's a weird time to wake her up with your weird let me buy my friend ceremony. But um, there's why, a lot of, uh, Princess Vespa. Why yeah, are you putting totally up with this Princess shit? Princess Vespa for face balls. Also, what's her face from Melrose Place? Um, they've all got candles and they're like all, there's a lot. Of, it seems like there's a lot of girls because uh, they go all through the house and there's just like Delta scantily clad women with candles chanting and, and that's the thing like nobody notices that this bullshit is all culty as fuck frats and sororities i think they this, is, this is very this is culty but uh we do see our hbic head bitch in charge megan. her name's megan is that like, B-Mock, like big man on campus or four uh, pledges are kelly beth marcia and allison and marcia's the ugly one sorry but virginal marcia She's a virgin. Well, quote unquote. We'll find out later. Um, And the uh, alluring, aka slutty Allison and she looking good though. Beth the quitter. Well, we'll find (laughs) out. This is the beginning of uh, Hell Week. Um, we figure out that Kelly's dad owns a store and she they're going to the use mall. it. I think he owns the mall. Yeah, he owns. Because it's called the Fairchild mall. Building, which is a weird name for a, a mall. That we're sounds like an office building. Well. I think it should be said we're in Texas. Yeah. Um, they're going to use the store for prank night because Kelly is an assistant manager and has the keys. And they're going to have a prank, like I said, on the back of the box to steal the night watchman's uniform. Oh, but but I, this is, isn't after this the... Is this after they see uh, Count Cuntula, the, yeah. the lady in the, ca- in the cape and everything? Yeah. God. 
This is but so stupid. Allison, who is played by Hunter Milo, she was a huge soap star in Bold and the Beautiful and Days of Our Lives. Um, she she is, should have started there. She's one of the pledges, and she's like, oh, I heard he's hung like a mule. Ew. And then they talk about how there's only four pledges left. Uh, They started out with 15, and now they've whittled them down to four. You sound like like a horse. You want to hear that Megan has it out for Kelly because Angie, the guy that Megan's into, went out on one date with Kelly. Or it's because she gained 20 pounds, or it's because uh, she has hemorrhoids. She's. She's, because she's a major pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kelly tells Marsha that she's been having the dream again. Um, and then she's like, I'm going to take care of these dreams myself. Okay, Kelly, bye. And we cut to Fireside Sanitarium. <laughs> yeah, I loved the name of that place. It's old school. <laughs> the biggest sign I've ever seen. I was like, God. There's the mean redhead nurse Higgins. And she's... Certainly a cunt. She's, uh, there's a, a wacky dude in a football helmet and the guy with the... The twitchy lips and there's a burned gardener who the nurse starts okay she calls at. him though no she calls him a trustee then later on he's called the groundskeeper and i was like there that's a huge that's two different things huge like there's a huge difference in a groundskeeper TG. and a trustee he's that the means TG, the trustee groundskeeper well the trustee would mean that you just give money to the place wouldn't it I, I thought that I don't know what a what trustee, trustee is. I think I think you'd be on the board of Wait, trustees. Is, I have another question. What is that little fork called? The it's called a hand fork. A hand fork. Yeah. Okay. The guarding fork. Yeah, it's called yeah. a hand fork. Hand fork. Yeah, I think it's probably also yo, called yo something girl, else. You want that hand but, fork? But it's going to be important. I don't have three holes. So all of the inmates, <laughs> all of the inmates start banging on I stuff. I can make one though. To drive the. <laughs> to drive the nurse crazy, they just all start banging. Like, what's up with that? So, so, oh, also, though, when no, she... No, they're t- starting a step team. But when she... <laughs> They're stomping the yard. When dude. she, but when she sees when she sees the groundskeeper, he looks up and he has burns on his face. So I'm like, oh, Fire, red herring. I bet that has something to do with the dream and the impending kills and maybe this guy. Uh, you know, uh, no, somebody tried to Freddy him and they didn't fully Freddy him, so he's half Freddy. But I knew he wasn't going to be the killer, <laughs> even though I had seen this before. And I, but I didn't remember all the ending. I knew he wouldn't be the killer though because too obvious. We he's, get some killer vision. Yeah. Which includes a shot of the gloved hands unlocking the door. And and that killer vision might be half Freddy. So the nurse, the, the I guess some inmates have gotten out from the unlocked door. Oh, that part's the creepy. The comes out and the when she's crazy leaving, people are seeing ring around the rosy. That part's creepy as fuck. And she actually makes it to her car, but they surround her car. And waiting in the back seat is the gloved hand killer with the... Hand fork. Hand fork. I was... <laughs> how'd you know? Um... Okay, by the way, 15 minutes into the movie is when we get our first kill. That's a pretty long time for a first kill. And while she's by getting the way. killed in the blood splatter, because window. had all those badass uh, previews. Well, I like well, the tongue flicking guy yeah. outside of the window. Do you know what I'm talking about? I had to wait yeah. longer. <laughs> so we get to go see. It was a pretty good kill, though. I mean, even a... though it's just a hand fork, it, was, it had good uh, blood and gore, I thought. There's good use of blood in, like, dying people's hands. But that's too obvious that and it would that's... be the burned guy because it's the hand fork, and that's just too obvious. So he's You're already been introduced. Sorry. All right, half ready. So, but, uh, you know, 
Next, we're about to Freddy. we're about to see uh, Clue Gallagher and Vera. Well, yeah, their names Kelly's are Dwight, Dwight and Francis. Dwight so. and Francis. They're Kelly's parents. We've already seen them. So, but we're now we're seeing them in the present, was not in a dream. Somebody from on? the sanitarium calls. Well, the okay. Fairchild. Before that, though, they're talking about getting a birthday present ready, and he doesn't care. Dwight doesn't saying. give a shit. But when because it's not his real daughter. But when uh, Kelly shows up, he acts like he really cares. So that makes me think that present wasn't for Kelly. That present was for somebody at the sanitarium, maybe an evil twin. Oh, I didn't catch that. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that's the only background that I got for the end of this movie. Did you notice there were also a lot of people with horses right here? Yeah, like, when they it shows her pulling up, there's just this random guy walking a horse outside of her like house. passes a person riding a horse? Yeah, it, I was like, okay, I guess you're rich, but like, why are there horses in your front yard? Because they're rich. So on the phone, Well, they would be on, a, on like a side yard. No. Yeah, they would. When you're rich, it doesn't matter. No, horses, no. That's the cool thing about being rich. You can keep horses in other people's yards. <laughs> So, Clue uh, and but, yeah, they, they get a phone call that the Santa, like people have escaped from the sanitarium. Yeah, and and it's made known that hey, the gardener and somebody else they know. No, escaped. they don't say the gardener. They they don't say anything. The gardener. Oh, well, all Francis says is, "Was it?" And Dwight says, "Yes." Yep. It's implied. It's implied that it's but then somebody. Kelly, Kelly busts in, and she's like, "Oh, what's wrong with you guys? Who died?" And they're like, "Well, before that, though." Dwight says it doesn't matter because the sanitarium is 300 miles away. True. So, yeah. yeah, but she's like, who died? And she was like, God, it's just a joke. But Dwight's like, she's a Champagne daddy's girl time. for sure. So the sanitarium was 300 miles away. She yeah. and only a crazy person would walk here. She, she <laughs> yeah, she shows up just in time to not hear anything that was said. But now Daddy cares about her birthday. So who didn't he care about? Maybe a secret twin. Mm, somebody else with the same birthday for sure. <laughs> Maybe not the guy with the hand fork. Only somebody crazy would think that. So he pops some champagne, <laughs> and we cut to campus with Kelly and Marsha walking and talking about how Megan's about mean to Marsha. Yeah. Well, Allison too. No, well, she's mainly aren't, aren't making fun of Marsha. If Marsha is uh, attractive or not, and uh, and she's Kelly, not, Kelly. and she's not. Sorry, hey, Megan, hey, you're hey, right. Hey, I hey, 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 don't be mean. Well, but, uh, I'm but not. I'm, I'm just telling you the, the meanness in the movie. Kelly. That's what she looks like when they like Kelly's like, oh no, you're great. Hey, let's change the subject. <laughs> like, so th- that's well, the meanness. Andy, no. Andy interrupts. Marsha skedaddles, and he's maybe trying to get her to to go to this party that's happening on at the frat on Friday. Yeah, but that quickly. Just... And she's like, why don't you just go with Megan? That, and that's quickly what happens. Yeah. And she runs off and she's talking to the teacher's assistant or the teacher. I'm not sure exactly he's what Peter assi- Adams he's, a, he's an assistant. Peter Adams. He's an assistant with an assistant. Yeah. Um, but he but is an assistant. He's about, working on a doctoral thesis on dreams. And so. initially thinks that she's just trying to do a paper, her term paper on nightmares and dreams so she can brown nose. But she convinces him that. Um, Very quickly. That she has her own dream. And he's like, I'll take you to the dream factory. This guy's a fucking jerk. He's weird. And like, 
I don't know. She when she's I like he was dreaming. She, uh, he was. He was on Days of Our Lives too. But anyway, <laughs> she doesn't remember anything before the age of nine. But um, and then she has this weird reoccurring dream. Um, and then he's like, "That sounds beautiful." And I was like, "What but is yeah, beautiful about the story any is of this that story?" She she tells him that she fell out of a tree fell out of a treehouse yeah. at nine and was in a coma for three months. Eight months. Eight. Thirty-eight for a eight. while, and the, Who cares? the dream. She she Whatever. tells him that the dream is about a stranger she, fighting the father wasn't really and catching coma. fire. <laughs> this murder introduced a Heidi, who I thought was great. I loved Heidi. And their setup is an electroencephalograph and a polysomnograph, so they hook people up and do dream studies. But they, uh, they give this them is the first time that, and like they're like, "Hey, we'll watch you." So then, that's the first time she looks at a, mirror, looks a mirror and, and an she acts dumb. all fucking weird. And I'm like, "What is it?" mean does it have anything to do with the movie it's amazing and the sanitarium escapees i bet it could does. it it's amazing how she had done her hair and her makeup so yeah i know i was like how before that i was like does she never look in the mirror <laughs> she was she looks <laughs> pretty good this, the mirror. Like, pretty uh, this is bullshit but or the lights whatever. start flashing and this is another one like the killer in this movie has really good control over lighting i think that happens a lot in these movies but um because the so fact of France the lights start going on and off. She runs to the bathroom, and when she looks in the mirror there, she sees a little girl with a knife in the mirror. Yeah, behind her, which was pretty creepy. And I again, guess. she's getting ready to come home, but before she comes home, her parents are arguing about the lie and if they did it for her good or their own. And I was like, "What lie? A twin who broke their and then like they someone vandalizes the plant outside." Yeah, I'm that, like, yeah. that, that was the first thing I thought was a twin. I was like, "Who broke their plant? A secret? The secret?" Did the secret break their plan? But Clue grabs his gun. It's just a broken plan. Um, I'll kill that goddamn So twin. then we see her Doing attached the to thing. the dream thing. And all the meters are going crazy. She's going crazy. I don't think... I have seen movies where this happens. And I know that sleep studies happen. But I have insomnia. And I just really yeah, How don't, do you just fall asleep getting a room With like shit attached to your fucking head <laughs> and stuff. It's just like... You would have to give me a lot of Ambien and uh, other things. So, uh, like, no, that just wouldn't happen. Then they're in the classroom talking about the nightmare and how Heidi doesn't think that, that the machine was showing that there was any dream activity happening at all, that it's psychic phenomenon. So she gets into it with Peter, who's like, that's silly. Yeah, because she says uh, it probably actually happened since uh, Heidi said the test didn't indicate a, like, uh dream and what the fuck else do you call the imagery you see while you're sleeping not psychic whatever even if it is something that actually happened it would still be a dream i'm sorry but like that doesn't add up to me that's still a dream even if it is a memory that would still be a dream because it's it's imagery happening while you're asleep so it would still show up as a fucking dream it would still show up as a dream so whatever they're both wrong so that's how you cope with things you just uh consider memories like a dream well if it if you can't remember it it i guess yeah all right I guess, yeah. Let's move on. And then again, Kelly freaks out because she she looks in the the mirror mirror again again and freaks out again. And Peter's like, "What's wrong with you?" But (laughs) she's at dinner with her parents, and she catches her dad on the phone. Well, her mom, her mom, and her fight about Peter because her mom is a drunk. Uh, Francis is a drunk, but also she's still hot. 
by the oh, way, yeah. as an old woman, woman. And, cl- and whatever, Dwight's in there fucking saying he's going on a business trip. He's really going to have an affair. I'm like, you're, you're going to fucking cheat much. on her. He is an asshole. I was like, good riddance in a second. Yeah, so her mom doesn't want her to see Peter again. <laughs> Clue's leaving to go on his business trip. This Take- is 15 minutes after the first death, which was 15 minutes into the movie, just by the way. we can tell he's being stalked, and then there's a shot of an owl, and Clue turns around from the trunk and catches a garden fork to the throat, and then a nice machete decapitation, which that's when... Uh, Francis sees his glass. He's left his glasses. She goes outside just in time to see the killer taken off in the car, and she makes that a uh, great joke. Oh, he'd forget his head if it wasn't attached. Yeah, it but wasn't before that, anymore. you were talking about her, uh, like Francis and Kelly having this conversation. And I was like, uh, why doesn't mommy want her to get help for her nightmares? Because she doesn't want her memories to come back. A secret. A secret twin. I think you're onto something. Anyway, there. I don't know, but yeah, forgot her head. Yeah, and then we see boobs in full bush. Yeah, we see. Yeah, yeah, we see yeah, Allison yeah, yeah, yeah. in full frontal glory. Fuck yeah! Everybody's getting ready for the frat party, and there's a. It's a. Uh, I think it's a. I don't know if it's a the frat or the sorority, but it's a. What's it's oh suppressed desire party. Suppressed desire. Every party needs a good. Uh, it's very theme. stupid. But and, Megan's uh, like, Andy, why are you, why are you here? Because Andy shows up and he's like raping yeah, well, and pillaging. You Lol. You think it's the stalking killer that's in the closet, but she's uh, getting dressed and Andy pops out, and uh, she, I guess Meg then interrupts the nothing that's happening, and uh, so she asks her if she got the keys. She did get the keys. So, and now we're at a stupid fucking party that goes on for way too long. I'm ready to go to the mall. At this point, I was like, I'm ready to go to the mall. Why are we not at the mall? Why are we at this stupid fucking party? But we do see Ralph the boner in his boner. I do love the costume. It's awesome. Marsha, so Marsha's de- actually, and, and that guy sucks. I I like the boner. I thought he was a nice. No, no. I, I, I ended really up liking him. Her punk outfit, but though. she looks to be dressed like Linnea Quigley in Return of the Living Dead. However, that movie didn't come out till 1985, so this predates it. Um, but it did look like that costume to me. Totally. Before she takes it off, completely in the movie, but uh, yeah. So at the party, we have Allison kind of coming on to Peter uh, with her nymphomaniac. Oh, she's routine. hilarious in um, the, that scene. Meg is straight double fisting beer <laughs> and hunch punch like for an extended amount of time. I'm like, that Meg's not okay. Well, Peter tells Allison, he's like, I would suggest you go to bed immediately. And Allison goes, with whom? With whom? <laughs> I was like, I love you. Uh, Ralph the Boner and Marsha are talking about her virginity. Well, he deal. says, first of all, that he can tell a girl is is turned on in bed when she's... Okay, if she acts <laughs> turned on in bed, if she's moaning, then she's being insincere. And the only time that a girl, he knows a girl is into him in bed is if she like acts like she hates it. It's basically what he says. That's and I was like, up. what the fuck? Okay, all right. That's not true. But So Kelly and true. Peter leave and end up uh, they make out but the way the next scene opens with the fountain at the school I think that was like some uh, some imagery that was meant to make you think about orgasms but Marsha is a virgin quote unquote maybe but Kelly's not this is Kelly well, and Peter. I guess how did, but you know, who who all she fucked, I'd like to know. 
I'd like to know their list of guys they've fucked. We need a report. Who'd she fuck? Yeah, we need body counts. (laughs) I need a a body count for you guys. So, mom happens to show up, uh, Francis, and catches Peter hypnotizing Kelly, and she's kind of going through the whole thing. Oh, but this is after she's, like, bagged Peter. This is after she's bagged Peter after the party. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's when uh, we open on the next morning with a fountain. Yeah, because she says, uh, she looks in the mirror again, but I don't care about about it anymore but um she said the party reminded her when she was 12 and i was like i don't give a fuck and then she they start making out oh okay okay that's why she chose him oh yeah she said she chose i was like okay <laughs> it must be nice you fucking cunt like <laughs> bye she, she chose what uh yeah. what uh peter class she was going to su- succeed in getting a yeah i guess so yeah what class she was but he, yeah here comes mama mama and, and peter feels special about this like he's the only teacher that this girl's throwing it on right cool yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, All I right, mean, really. you know, she's not Allison, I guess. Uh, yeah. Where there's one, there's a million. Yeah. So the mom walks in mid hypnotizing. Well, she's already hypnotized. And yeah, she's, she's already been hypnotized and said all night. this shit about the dream. And when she walks in and starts raising a fuss, Peter tries to wake Kelly up by calling her Kelly Fairchild, and it's not working. And that's when the mother's like, Kelly Randall, use Kelly Randall. And she does wake up. So we know now that her name was originally not Fairchild. I was like, there's a secret, but that's not the whole secret. So here we go. Mom's well, I mean, getting real. But, but then, and then, I, then the mother like demands her out of there and it's like go wait in the car while I bitch these people out and it's like okay you're you're in college you're like over 18 yeah like your mother doesn't have any um you know say so but also I was like Kelly Randall and then I wrote when are we going to the mall um well I just want to go to the mall we're getting there Anyway, Francis does look good, so I don't know why Dwight was cheating on her. And that's a side note. Um, but anyway, Heidi was right. Yeah, Heidi was right. It's a memory, not a dream, even though it's kind of a dream. Anyway. And then Peter comes to this weird conclusion that split personality. She has split personality huh. because that's when, like, why she freaks out when she looks in the mirror because she has schizophrenia, and that's why she's never seen a psychiatrist. And I was like, well, then how the fuck would you know that she has schizophrenia? Okay, that, none, none of this makes sense. So, um, we're getting also, there. It's prank night now. It's been 47 minutes, and we've only had two deaths, and we haven't been to the mall. And now they think Kelly is a schizo who's homicidal. But, okay. All right. Okay, so you it's fucked prank her, night. Peter. They're going to let Kelly go first to unlock the door. And then... But before that, Beth quits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Beth decides she is not having any of this. She is... Almost kicked out, but quits first. We see the night watchman uh, drinking beer and in the movie. drinking beer and looking at porn. But an alarm goes off. He goes and checks it out outside. Stomps on a can. And then there's this ridiculous cat, elongated cat and mouse see, scene where the nightman's night watchman's trying to figure out what's Todd. what's going on, and he picks up some shades, and we see Kelly's reflection in the shades right before he gets he turns around and gets stabbed by the what was a hand fork, fork. hand fork right, which in the, they did not include right in, the in the kill count that I looked up by the way they did not count his death. He even falls out of something later. I know. Also, how would he not die? It wouldn't make any sense for him not to die. Anyway, so. Yeah, we don't see. Yeah. He's not patrolling, that's for sure. So. So, the sorority sisters get their blessings. That's... 
And uh, except for Kelly doesn't. We she see, doesn't give Kelly one because Kelly's already at she's already like, gone. Yeah, but we do. That's when we see Chad, Andy, and uh, the boner Ralph. And they are all waiting for Meg, who's going to show up after the other three girls go in. The girls split up in, once they're inside the mall. One is going to go and get the night watchman. The other's standing watch while Kelly goes and gets the extra. Yeah, they're not actually going to. They uniform. were planning on, I guess, Allison fucking the night watchman and stealing his uniform, which I didn't uh, get that, but y'all did. Um, but <laughs> whatever. Kelly has has realize there's another night watchman's uniform up in this uh, storage unit so she can just get one of those and they don't have to actually like do anything so she's gonna go do that yeah uh what allison doesn't have to uh prostitute her body no thank god but you know chad and andy and the boner are waiting to scare because they're like gonna go in with megan and scare the girls they also split up into two groups to scare the girls by the way at this point there are seven people left who could die in this mall and that's a lot for 55 minutes into an hour and 37 minute long movie which is way too long just by the way allison steals some skates from a mannequin loved that gets a bottle of chianti and then also it shows the killer looking at a weapon shop yeah he you, you don't see him break the glass but when we see the glass again it's broken and all the knives are are gone weapons and marsh is like at the center point i guess like she's at the night watchman's like state uh i don't know stand or whatever but she's like i'm not gonna wait here all night and i was like you've literally been there for two minutes like but you calm down but she she gets up and leaves so you know okay Oh, fuck her. But Andy and Megan are kissing again, which is after that, which is disgusting because every time they kiss, it's so gross. But everybody else keeps I'm seeing. Sleepy. Everybody keeps seeing a, a somebody moving in the shadows, but can't quite see them. Everybody's getting freaked out, and at some point. They Ralph realize they're locked Ann, in. Uh, Ralph and Chad threw a bowling ball at the the girls. That's when they realize they're locked in, and Allison's like, told you we couldn't trust that bitch. And I was like, that's. You're awesome. Um. Off, but then outside of the mall, a cop finds a weird bloody license plate. Okay, can you explain that? I think that's at the all? dad. I think that's Clue Gallagher because somewhere else later on, Vera Miles knows. Right. I think that's the cop. Okay, finding I was Clue confused Gallagher. about that because I was like, they never show what the body. They never is. show the cop or where he is or where he found the car. I I was like, are we at the mall? Where's the cop? Why isn't he? Ca- what's happening? Like, I'll tell you what's the, happening is the lights are going off and on. It's so it's. I mean, I was like, did the, the alarm go off? I didn't know what was happening, but he never this he never the shows up before again. Uh, no. security cameras. Yeah, but like the alarm still went off at one point. Maybe it did. That's why he went. That's why the night watchman went to like look around. Yeah, but some, some uh, pledges easily uh, triggered him. So and uh, Meg has tricked Andy, got his clothes most of the way off, and then runs off. So he like trips in his jeans, gets redressed. He's walking around some kind of Christmas store looking for Meg. And that, all these, that part's creepy. Yeah, it had some real uh, like Silent all Night these Dead like the animatronic dolls come alive and like stuff. some bears on seesaws. Yeah, but he goes to the elevator, and in as soon as the door opens, he looks like he knows somebody, but he gets a hatchet in his head. That was a good effect. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Meg is trying to find him and gets shot with an arrow. Again, the lights are still blinking. That's about... um, But she acts like she knows the killer. She's like, oh, what are you doing? She also looks to be about 40 years old at this point. 
Um, but yeah, that's at one hour and six minutes, just FYI. There's a goofy scare where Chad and Ralph, the girls, um, Marsha and Kelly, think they're going to scare the boys, but Chad and Ralph have masks on. And when they open the door on them... But at the same time... Uh, we cut to Heidi, and it's like, what's Heidi doing? Oh, she just figuring out everything. Everything. Um, so <laughs> that's um, one hell of a research assistant. OMG, uh, Jason Randall is the real father of Kelly, and maybe it—it's never just—it's never said, but we'll find out a twin. And wait, does Peter find out about the twin at this point? I don't no, think he did. No, no, okay. No yeah. one, no one figures it but, out ever. But besides, until like the Ellie, until like see, no one really the, figures it out. No until one figures the two it Daphne out. Like, um, to see each other. So no, it makes no fucking sense. I was like. Then he he go he calls Kelly's house. I'm like, why would Kelly even be at her parents' house? But whatever. Um, I guess he's got to tell Francis. But the phone's off the hook, and Francis is like drunk. I think off wine or something. Yeah, your phone. She's off the really hook, remi- she she gave me vibes of a uh, the mom in Blood Rage, except for not as funny. Oh, that would get, that lady's great. Yeah, she's awesome from uh, Mary Harmon. Mary Harmon, yeah. So now we've got the five friends that are still alive, drinking wine <sighs> and dressed up all fancy. This is taken for it. This is the worst part. Oh, it, it, it's it's kind of cool where... that they're so ballsy, even though they don't fucking know. Uh, I love how they have forgotten about the security guard who clearly isn't there. Well, and, they just uh, no. Allison says something like, "She she says, well, clearly he he bailed early on his job, or he just never was here in the first place." Even though there's not a finished six pack on the on the security uh, desk. But during the scene when they're all drinking, we find out. Yeah, somebody makes a virgin joke to Marsha for like the tenth <sighs> time in the movie. This is not the time or the movie to have this conversation. Marsha's not a virgin because she was 12 years old 12 years old and got molested by her violin teacher what the with fuck chubby movie am i fucking hands. watching it so, it's i was like this, this ain't very, very i was like this ain't melrose yeah. place or bold and the beautiful or nothing and you're well, and bitch you well, weren't even on a soap says opera nobody ever lets her finish and maybe like you know that was... i thought it meant finish like finish finish hey come on hey, well, i don't know man like when it comes to this shit you like, think the boner let her finish I hope so. <laughs> she seemed, we're, we're not there yet. Come a, on. Yeah, so right after she tells seven. the story, Chad's like, I guess I've got to go piss. And Allison's like, I'm going to go with you and help you find it. Yeah, they're like, fuck this story. <laughs> like, we, well, we're, we're not okay. Maybe, okay. So, uh, maybe Marcia said on. her violin teacher uh, yes. did it to it, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Chubby, chubby face, clammy hands. Ugh. So yeah. typical violin teacher. <laughs> typical Mar- molester violin teacher. After Chad and Allison go to the bathroom, Marsha is sitting there looking for Lauren. Um, and Ralph comes over to cheer her up and they kiss. He says, Hey, can I be your violin teacher? Bad timing, Boner. Although she does like it, but I think it's weird that she just told a story about being molested and now they're gonna get it on that's okay the misplaced to me i was like mark like why does marcia want to there's better fuck? ways to get a girl oh yeah exactly i was like so marcia wants to fuck after telling everyone for the first time in her life anyone she, has, she says I didn't she says that she never mom. told anyone about being molested and then it cuts to allison dying well, I, bye. um 
we get Chad in the bathroom taking a piss, and he says, on the third day, God said, let there be rain. But the lights go out. And he pisses on himself. And he thinks it's Allison, but she's fucking around with some bridal veil. And we get Kelly on the loudspeaker talking about, hey, Megan, bring us the keys. We're all together now. Um, Allison is still messing with these... Um, mannequins uh, at the wedding display and Chad's she's like oh you need himself. a flower and she pulls on a flower and Tom the Night Watchman falls out of the wall she goes running to find Chad and then finds him in a bathroom stall with his throat cut she runs and tells Kelly and then says she can't go back to the, the bathroom with Kelly so they split up again that's real oh Kelly gets back to the bathroom Kelly sees Chad and Kelly is the word Kelly is written in blood on the yeah. wall. So cut to Marsha. I think that's what Marsha fucks. Marsha and Radish are uh, in bed. Not Radish. That's from Final oh, no. uh, The Boner. You mean Ralph, Ralph the Boner. Yeah. Yeah. Radish the Boner. Ra- Ralph the Boner. Squeak. Same Ralph. So Allison goes to the security desk like Kelly told her to and she gets really stabbed there and she's you think she's going to get the loudspeaker on so we could she could scream over the loudspeaker. Oh, she had just gotten laid. But uh she gets real dead. Kelly hey. hears her screaming but when she when Kelly comes back she doesn't see Allison's corpse she just sees blood around the phone and a shoe laying there. But and then we cut to... Peter goes to yeah. the Fairchild house. And Frances is drunk as fuck. <laughs> She's drunk and as fuck. And then she admits dude. that she found Dwight murdered. Yes. At this at this point. And I was like, what? You're dropping a lot of bombs here, but okay. So, and somehow he calls the dorm at Beth Answers and tells him, oh, they're at Fairchild's doing a prank. And the mom gives him some keys and says, it's happening again. So Marsha and Ralph are joking after sex. Except for, I think he's like, sex again. He, no, he's like, no, they don't because first he gets killed first, but he's like, uh, how was it? And I was like, uh, I don't really think Marsha has much to compare it to since considering like the only other instance was being molested at being at 12 by she Chevy. Still gives by him a seven. Seven. <laughs> seven. And then, then he gets, that's when he gets his, yeah, he catches a harpoon to the back. Um, and she go. That's when she just starts going crazy, and I'm like, "Shut the fuck up!" And she runs into Kelly. They go to the elevator and think. Th- it seems like they think that they're going to a safe place in between the floors, but somehow the killer still gets on top of the elevator, even though it's between floors. And uh, during the escape, Kelly kind of leaves Marsha behind, yeah, and she like, does try to go back. I wrote, but she's "Damn, too Kelly." Late. You just left Marsha's ass. Guess she's dying, but we don't know how. Off screen, yeah. Yeah. Marsha gets killed. So there's only nine minutes left, thank God. So, but that can be a lot for a chase. It kind of is a lot. But uh, Kelly sees Margaret getting, or Marsha getting dragged, but then not the one dragging Marsha. Is the dad who's now following Kelly up now, to the real roof. dad? Real dad, uh, burn J- dad, the burn dad, Jason Randall, not fake dad. He gets her, or she gets him on the roof and kind of tricks him and hits him with a lead pipe, and he gets knocked off the building. So she's killed her father. So I had forgotten about his character from the first time I had seen it, and I was like, he is a good red herring, and sets up for a good plot twist that I'd forgotten about, but. 
and it was and it Peter wasn't that long up. of a chasing but it's not a really good plot twist because it makes no fucking sense so well also the first dude who runs up to this guy after he falls off the building leaves him immediately yeah. after he's, he's like oh you're alive and it's like you just fell from like six stories and he actually knows who he is <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he knows. Oh, yeah, Peter. Yeah, he, it's Peter. He knows him, and he's like, hey, you're going to be all right. And the guy's like, oh. And no, he's he, like, yeah, I'll see you in a minute. He does. Pe- and Peter's like, Jason Randall. Well, sure. I mean, pff, yeah. So okay. Peter goes into the mall, and he sees a weird-looking, disheveled Kelly and hugs her. But she stabs him, and we she's see that she's wearing a gloved She's very pale and has hand. no lipstick on, so that's how we know it's not really Kelly. And she's making, like, crazy bitch faces. Yeah. Like, but this is not the Kelly he's looking up next to. No, it's not. <laughs> the, every gloved hand has been this girl's glove. And she stabs him. She stabs well, him. Uh, that makes you question, like, which one of the Kellys did he fuck? <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty sure it was the Kelly, not. Yeah. Uh, What's this lady's name? Back to school fucking things. They always fuck the teacher. <laughs> but the, the, this twin plot twist uh, makes no sense uh, at all. And there's a lot of dumb exposition where the twin tells Kelly she's going to take her place. Yeah. She's and been then shadowing her. Out of nowhere. The uh, mom. Sh- yeah. And this is kind of blood blood ragey too right yeah uh the mom except shoots for the fact that the bad twin in this the ba- it's, it's the bad twin she well she shot the bad twin in the other one but she thought she was she shooting thought the good she twin. was shooting the good one and That's then she, she was mad she, that she shooting. shot the bad one who had been bad the whole time but was living with her and the good she, one had in this movie the bad twin had actually been in the sanitarium not yeah. the other yeah. way around like in yeah. blood rage yeah but so, mama, mama gun, gun down bad, bad. Her name is actually credited as Terry, but he, she's Terry. never called Terry in the movie. But that's her name. So she and then the cops down. take away uh, Peter, the mom. The, oh, the co- ambulance takes away Peter. Yeah, Peter lived. <laughs> they take away it, Peter. I mean, they didn't have the dad, Randall's uh, Jason Randall. They didn't well, have his face dude, covered. He could have still been alive. Okay, so well, whenever all this is, like, going on... I was like, like are they really going to arrest the mom for, like, killing this girl who's been killing everybody in the movie? And I'll, and then it just, like, cuts on Kelly's face, and no, I was no, like... It- what that's it, the but end? it does this weird thing of like it's like a Chinatown thing. There's like China Chinatown ending credits like they're just short of being like, uh, hey, it's the Fairchild uh Center, Kale. <laughs> like that's like literally it's like you know like Wait, does she own it all now? Like, I didn't think about like, that. Some smooth, she, like, yeah. jazz dead, music, her mom's like, dead. It's gonna turn into Phantom of the Mall, Eric's I, Revenge. Yeah, 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 <laughs> With yeah. Jason Randall as the guy that lives in in yeah. the sewer. But, but no, I mean it's just mall. short of that. It's like hey, Kel. It's the Fairchild Center. It's Chinatown. Yeah, but I was pissed. Listen, I was like, Mama has some explaining to do, and I want an explanation to do. I want an explanation for this twin. Like, what happened? It it, it was. So it looks like the twin stabbed Clue Gallagher in the dream thing, right? Not Clue Gallagher. Well, yeah, in the the early like, yeah, she was watching her twin sister do that. So do you think but that? It's a, that's a lot but that's too. But do you think that her twin sister knocked her <laughs> out like of uh, out of the 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 what the do you window call it? or something? No, no, um, the um, the treehouse. I think she just had forgotten about it because I think uh, the treehouse is a red herring. I think the treehouse. Oh, okay. I think okay. that's fake. Okay. I think that she just forgot everything because it was traumatic. But was she in a coma oh, yeah. because okay, it was traumatic? I 
What? They said she was in a coma for months. Was that because... I don't think she was in a coma. I think she forgot everything from that whole... Eight months. ...whole time period because it was like a super traumatic event. Well, that's lucky for the parents. I know. <laughs> and and hey, everyone uh, else, I guess. I mean, uh, all well, you future, not the real parents because Clue parents, wasn't even their dad. All you future parents, and there's going to be a lot of you, just remember, if you traumatize your child... <laughs> Uh, there are not, be there a will lot be more nine months of where they don't know what happened. <laughs> no, there's going to be a lot of you. Don't fuck. Yeah, that's true. Traumatic Stop amnesia. fucking. So, uh, are we ready to kill count? Okay, so, like I said, um, the actual kill count website had this wrong. They forgot about old Todd, the security guard. But, um,. So, one is Nurse Higgins stabbed with a hand fork at 15 minutes, which that is a really long time in a horror movie to have yeah. your first kill. Um, especially a slasher, which that's it's usually within the first like five minutes. <laughs> Two, we have Dwight Fairchild who's stabbed in the throat with a hand fork and decapitated with a machete at 32 minutes. So, that's like 17 minutes later. Then at 52 minutes, we have Todd, the night guard, stabbed with a fork to the ch- a hand fork to the chest. So that's 20 minutes later. So, so these kills are really all over the place time-wise. Um, then we have Andy. He's number four. He has a hatchet to the forehead. That's 12 minutes later. Then Megan is shot through the chest with an arrow at one hour and six minutes. That was only two minutes later. Then we have Chad, his throat slit off screen, 11 minutes later. And then Allison's killed. She's stabbed uh, two minutes after that. Ralph is shot in the back with a harpoon gun six minutes later. Then Marsha is, quote unquote, killed. <laughs> it doesn't say, it's just, it's just a killed off screen. Elevator, yes. um, and that's, uh, she's the ninth death. That's three minutes later. Jason Randall is shoved off the roof of the department store building by Kelly. Uh, that's two minutes after Marsha is quote unquote killed. And then um, three minutes later, we have Terry Fairchild, a.k.a. the bad, the bad seed, the bad twin. And she's shot to death by Francis Fairchild at, um, yeah, 133, which, by the way, still don't think she should have been sent to jail for this. But OK. I mean, you know, lying to her daughter is not is Maybe not a moral Maybe they're just going to let her sin, sleep but, it off in the drunk tank. I mean, they, she was wasted, so I don't know. Um, as far as fun facts, I do have quite a bit because I am not a huge fan of Melrose Place. I did like Beverly Hills 90210 more, but anyway. So the mall th- that was used was Dallas Market Center, and it was filmed at night as it was a working mall, much like Dawn of the Dead. So they had to film like 12 hours at a time and then clean everything up. The um, original director, Peter Crane, did the institution shots, but he was replaced by Larry Stewart. Uh, He didn't really do a lot of stuff. He was kind of an art, art house director. Larry Stewart didn't do a lot of stuff either, except for TV shows. He did episodes of, um, and not like a lot of episodes, but a few episodes of Bi- the Bion- Bionic Woman, Incredible Hulk, Amazing Spider-Man, Charlie's Angels, Fan- Charlie's Angels, Fantasy Island, The Waltons, and then he was an actor in some some stuff. But this was really like his only film. Um, so we have Cl- Clue Gallagher again in another oh, yeah. horror movie. And Vera Miles of Psycho, the man who shot Liberty Vance, The Searchers, and The Wrong Man. Uh, at one point, she was called the new Grace Kelly, but uh, 
I don't, I don't know. She was supposed to be in another, another Alfred Hitchcock movie, and then she was replaced, uh, I think, because she, she, I don't know, maybe she got pregnant or something. But Step down, trick. Um, so we have Daphne Zuniga. Uh, she's the main character. She was in uh, Famous for Melrose Place. Space and uh, this, oh, yeah. This was, like, technically her first movie, but she actually had a minor role before that in The Dorm, The Drip Blood. Um, yeah, she's also in The Fly, too. Yeah, she is. Is she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. No shit. So, uh, she, wait, wait, wait. The Fly the 2, sen- like, uh, the uh, sequel? sequel to the... Uh, sequel to the Cronenberg. To the Cronenberg one, Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, like, not the not 50s the, shit. Not the... Yeah, she was in the... She was in the Return of the Fly. Price, yeah. you know, Return of the Fly. <laughs> yeah, Return of the Fly. That's Alan DeMond. Okay, so she was in the Eric Stoltz. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, this was also the first film of Hunter Tylo, who played Allison. She was famous for being in The Bold and the Beautiful and Days of Our Lives. Um, so, I do have a cool story about her. So, she was supposed to play Taylor McBride for at least eight episodes on Melrose Place. Um, she actually left The Bold and the Beautiful for it. But she became pregnant, and they fired her. So, she overheard uh, people talking at Spelling Productions, asking why she couldn't just get an abortion. So, she decided to sue them, and she won $4.8 million. Her part was recast with oh, yeah. um, Lisa Rinna, a famous... Uh, she's on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she was also on Days. She played Billy. Um, but she was also pregnant when she was cast, and she was allowed to keep the role. So and anyway, uh, Hunter Milo went back to Bold and the Beautiful and was on it for two thousand four hundred and ninety-four episodes, which Jesus is a lot. Christ. That's so many fucking Emily, episodes. Do you watch soaps? Uh, I used to watch Days. I used to watch Passions. Passions. Oh, I watched Passions too because yeah, I was like, <laughs> I I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start watching a soap opera from the beginning. I remember in like a, a thing it was like two thousand two, two thousand one. Yeah, well, he died though. What, what, what was the little one? The little, is the little the guy that, Timmy or something. Timmy, he, he died. Yeah, he died yeah, in real yeah, life yeah. though. They and they had to like yeah. I thought you meant the show. No, in real life he died. Ouch. Yeah. So well, he, he died he, in the show. He died too, multiple times in the show, and then it eventually made him die in real life. So okay, she was chaos like, magic is a fucked up thing. Tanner Tyler was also on days for forty episodes. Lisa <laughs> Rinna was on uh, Meryl's place. For 66 episodes, which she would have been on, but then she was on Days too, but they wouldn't have. She was on it for 675 episodes, so their paths did not cross, though. Daphne Zuniga played Joe Reynolds on Melrose Place from 1992 to 1996 for 111 episodes, and then the guy who played Peter was also on Days of Our Lives uh, from 2014 to 2022 for 153 episodes. Okay, now Maybe do me, so do me, do do my <laughs> my IMDb. Um, you were on Passions for one episode. No, I was, I was in the the Heart Is Deceitful. Oh, yeah. uh, no, do oh, me, yeah. do me, do me. No. Okay. So, uh, do, you have a, do you have an IMDP page? N- no. no, but, uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I am in SAG. <laughs> fucking are not. I am. Uh, fuck you. Were you the guy she got in trouble with that no. was underage? No, no, no. One time. Just kidding. That was the kid. You're talking about Argento. Argento lore. She was, I was watching that. I was flipping through channels at my parents' house one time. And like, I was like, is that? And you saw the footage of her screaming underage No, I was seriously just like flipping. And I was like, is that Ian Lawrence? And I just. It was, it was just the scene with the else. Like, how did yeah, I see yeah. Ian Lawrence on TV? I, I was in that movie. Anyway, um, so, okay. The twin's name is I Terry. I saw some stuff. Talk to me. Uh, hit us up. 
like I said, but it's never said in the film. The budget, I couldn't I, I find it. I didn't see anything. But it was low, and there was no gross to be found. But um, it was released at the same time as Nightmare on Elm Street, so sorry. Like it, wasn't, it was a well-made movie. It was, but it, I'm saying like it got released so at the same time as Nightmare on Elm Street, so it. Yeah. I don't think it grossed well. Um yeah, that's a much better horror movie about dreams and nightmares. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no so, uh, what do you? How many stars do you give this, Nick? Two and a half. I, I do give it two and a half. Uh, it's not a bad movie. I also uh, gave it two to two and a half out of five. I like no, the com- I, I, the camaraderie was cool. Yeah, yeah. So is that two point two. It five? had different deaths. A two to two and a half. But um, I thought it was pretty predictable, though. And um, the death timings kind of bothered me. Um, there was. <laughs> Not enough time at the mall for me. Um, it was too long. The, that An hour and 37 minutes is too long for a fucking slasher. I, th- I thought it was okay. It could have been better. Uh, um, the lighting in the movie reminded me of uh, Chopping Mall, which is yeah, a superior film. Uh, and, a com- and a completely uh, different film. Well, yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, no, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, yeah, two and a half. What'd yeah. you give it? I'm going to hold the company line and also go two and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm going was, between two and two and a half. It was well made, like, as far as how it looked and the acting is really good. But there were some like places where the more. story could have used a little oomph. So you really knew what you was You mean, like, some kind of explanation? Going on a little bit. Like, yeah. any kind of explanation about the twin? At least there was a motive in that, this one. That <laughs> definitely affected the score for me. Oh, and I did like the score a little bit. There was some. Nice He's talking about the stars, stuff. but yeah, the score I, was I good. Like, I like the score as well. Yeah. The score was good. It was like there were parts um, in Final Exam that I thought that was good, but it was inconsistent. This one was pretty consistently good with the score. So, um, anyway, stay gagged on your evil twin that you don't know about. Stay gagged on flimsy plastic gloves. Stay gagged on Princess Vespa and uh, uh, Prince Valium. Uh, stay gagged on uh, D- Daphne Zuniga and Hunter Milo, and stay gagged on all of our social media: Instagram, TikTok, Gag Me with a Knife Podcast. Uh, our Twitter handle is Gag Knife Pod, and you can get our merch at Gag Me with a Knife Podcast dot com. And Nick we'll Benson, stay you. gagged on him. Yeah, stay gagged. Uh, we'll see you next time for our last movie in the five part back to school slashers we've watched all of them they're all done we got one more yeah we have one more stay gagged on the last movie <laughs> well not of all time but just the last, last movie Uh-oh. oh He's god the last picture Don't show that's what it. we're doing with Sybil Shepherd. Mm, bye Woo. uh tj skrilla yeah. uh yeah. uh uh yeah. uh what's up beta whoa Okay, whoa, uh, uh, okay, whoa, uh, yeah, uh, check it, check it. I'm trying to take this rap thing and make it bigger. Real name is Chris, but you probably only know me as Skrilla. A year ago, you know my name wouldn't ring a bell. Nowadays, you say Skrilla and they scream and yell. In the party where I'm flexing, CIB. With the ladies in the section, that's VIP. I tap the bounce on the head, he say, who am I with? I say, Gamma for Beta, and he say, enough said. Coach bag and a hat with the top that'll match you. Damn, Abercrombie looking good from the back. Everything looking right, so it can't be wrong. Kind of remind the Skrilla of another song. Catch me in the club, pocket full of dubs. 
thrillers up in your world, cause I'm in the beta girls. You're saying y'all the best, show me what you made of. And come give me a hug, cause I'm in the beta love. Chorus. Gamma, you can't be sitting down rocking a frown. You gotta stand up and get your hands up. Five, I'm getting tears in my eyes, cause they looking so fly from these styles to their thighs. Beta, they play the game like a player. Ain't worried about them haters, tell them I'll see you later. Gamma for beta is hot, and you know this. I just came from the telly, now I'm talking business moves with business crews up on my celly. I dropped the phone from my ear, cause shorty looking fine with the pink carnation off in her hair. I swear I had to hold my chest, I figured she had a date. She was dressed in a formal dress, she said a date left her in the cold. And it was just my luck, cause my outfit was brown and mold. Now I'm in the spot dancing, romancing. I'm real when I say I'm feeling like Nelly. Temperature starting to steer, dirty. It's Freeze the beat at the sound of the snap. Clap, clap your hands. Clap, clap your hands. Clap, clap. Alright, cool, bring the beat back. Gamma, you can't be sitting down rocking a frown. You gotta stand up and get your hands up. Five, I'm getting tears in my eyes. Cause they looking so fly from these style to they thighs. Beta, they play the game like a player. Ain't worried about them haters. Tell them I see you later. Gamma for beta is hot and you know this. Mommy dance to the tune, she got a nice curve in the back, kinda like a crescent moon, oh, and she loving my labor, I'm in a learning, loyalty, or whatever the favor, oh, they saying he's sweet, so here's what you can do for me, play the track on repeat, DJ Spiller signing off, I'ma keep rhyming, and Gamma Phi Beta keep shining, uh-huh, uh-huh, break it down, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh, 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 okay, uh-huh, uh-huh, break it down, girl, Sitting down, rocking the frown. You gotta stand up and get your hands up. Five, I'm getting tears in my eyes. Cause they looking so fly from these style to they thighs. Beta, they play the game like a player. Ain't worried about them haters. Tell them I'll see you later. Gamma for beta is hot and you know this. We bustin' through the game cause we focus.